Cross Yes Podcast, which is Elm here so. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Brown table discussions. Welcome to another Cross Yas Roundtable discussion where we talk about a topic in a roundtable format that deals with something related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender. And today's topic, we are talking to three amazing parents who either identify as cross-dressers and or consider themselves under the transgender umbrella, and we want to know their experiences. So my beautiful guests today are the wonderful Ryan, aka Trekkie, from episode 108, Candice C from episode 110, and Gia, formerly Adelina, from episodes 53, 55, and 58. Morning, ladies. How are you? And we can talk to each of you right now just a little bit. Uh, Ryan, how are you? How are you today, girl? How are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. Despite getting uh, not too much sleep last night, it's uh, a beautiful morning. Yes, yes. Uh, Candice, how are you, Candice? Candice? Doing great. Just, you know, the normal dad things around the house and yes. then, uh, hopping on the call. Yes, yes. And Gia, how are you today, Gia? I am wonderful. I've had my morning cold brew coffee and my almond croissant and my banana. So I am about, this is like the high point of my day. So uh, let's start before we start going downhill. Yes, yes. We better speed it up because it'll be my fault that your ladies day sucks. So (laughs) anyways, um, just a brief upkeep stuff. So people here understand and those listening understand. And a reminder of what our goal is here with these roundtable discussions. I have asked for my guest to come on the podcast to discuss a certain topic because usually the guests I ask have some knowledge around the topic and will bring their own personal experiences to talk about them in a figurative table, so to speak. No real table, just us chatting. And I'll also be here to chime in with some interesting facts and details surrounding the topic, which today uh, is what it feels like to be a transgender parent if that's how you identify or you know, you are a transgender parent or cross-dressing parent. So just a reminder to our lovely guests, here are some of the ground rules. I'll I'll allot everyone about three minutes max at a time to talk or answer a question until we have to go to someone else. And if you go over, I'll just let you know that you might be talking a little bit too much and we need to move on or talk to someone else. Uh, No need to mute yourselves like before, stupid Craig, unless of course you got a lot of background noise or something. So you might need to mute yourselves. But everyone can just please respect one another and remember we're attacking ideas not people and let's just have fun if everyone's cool with this and understands the rules can i get a verbal okay uh ryan can i get a verbal okay okay uh candace good okay and gia are we okay yes we are okay yes perfect and now as for you the cross yes listener yes i'm talking to you the one who's listening i just want to let you know because i've haven't made this clear before that things that are said here on the cross yes roundtable are not reflective of everyone's experience there's no way i or anyone could ever do that so if you agree with what's being said disagree with someone or are indifferent with any of the guests then um yeah that's totally okay Uh, What a guest is speaking upon is their experience. So before you go and canceling any of these beautiful, wonderful, sexy guests, please just stop and think. We're all here to learn from one another and just have a discussion. No one's perfect. And you, sorry, that also means you, the cross yas listener, you are not perfect either. So if you continue to listen to this roundtable discussion, please understand you are essentially just being a fly on the wall and listening to us talk. There's no judgment here at the Cross Yas Roundtable, so if something that was said 
that you have interpreted as insensitive or you took offense to, well, please understand that was not the intention of the guests nor the Cross Yas podcast. We're merely here to try and start a discussion. And if the discussion gets heated, uh, well, it gets heated. And if you get heated, well, you get heated. No one here is claiming, nor can they realistically tell everyone's experience, but what we can do and what I aim to do here at the Cross Yas podcast is share our individual unique stories. And if you want to share your own personal experience, you know how you can hit me up. Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast or hit me up on our Discord, Rochi underscore Mochi, pound 7325. So back to today's roundtable. And today's discussion surrounds the idea of what it must be like, because I'm not a parent, or at least no one has told me I am. So <laughs> what, uh, I don't know, what they're going to talk about is their experiences as a parent that identifies as a cross-dresser or transgender individual. And with Father's Day approaching and the rise of parents coming out as transgender parents, I think it's important to have some discussions on what challenges parents may face. Raising children as a member of the LGBTQ community, more importantly, as a cross-dresser or a transgender member. So let's start the discussion, everyone. And we can start with Ryan, aka Trekkie, by telling us how you identify pronouns and such, the ages of your kids, and the relationship you have with the mother of your children, Ryan. Oh, that's a lot. Um, it is. Sorry, so, that is my fault. Because if anyone's going to cancel us, it's going to be me, not you ladies. You are wonderful. No, you are wonderful. No sorry. worries. Ahead, and, and no worries at all. You shared all of that already. So I'm, I'm ready. Um, I identify primarily um, as a man, uh, but I cross-dress privately and I've started to explore, uh, and I've always ex cross-dressed privately for as long as I can remember. Um, and I've been starting to explore how that, um, how those feelings are actually related to my gender and how I perceive my gender. Um, so I do consider myself under the transgender umbrella but I consider my gender expression to fluctuate daily. I, I, I wake up most mornings kind of confused about how I want to present. And um, uh, so that's where I am currently. Um, uh, follow up question. What was it? What was another part to your question? Sure. Can, so uh, let's ask about the uh, ages of your kids and the relationship you have with the mother of your children. All right. So my children, um, my eldest is 11, um, um, born identified female. Um, and then my middle child is nine, also female. And then my youngest is five and he identifies as male, though there has been some fluctuation, um, at least with, uh, the middle, my middle child, my daughter and my son, that has fluctuated a little bit. Um, I am married to their mother. We all live together, uh, the five of us, in a three-bedroom house in Indiana. And uh, yeah. I think my wife and I have quite a strong relationship. It's certainly been tested over the years, but yeah, we um, it's going it's going well. Yes, yes. Uh, Candice, uh, can we ask you the same questions that I asked Rad? Uh, identify yourself, uh, the ages of your kids, and the relationship you have with your uh, with the wife or with the uh, mother of your children. Yeah. Okay. So, um, 
I guess I would identify as uh, a man who cross-dresses, um, but lately kind of thinking that, you know, genderqueer, genderfluid kind of fit the bill as well in terms of the new terms that really fit under the transgender umbrella. So that's that's how I identify and have been since a young kid pretty well. Um, just the definitions, I guess, have been changing over time. <clears throat> so my oldest um, who identifies as a boy is 11. And then a younger daughter, or she identifies as a girl, is uh, seven years old. And my wife, um, we've been together um, for 14 years or so. And yeah, we're, we live together and I guess you could say happily married. Yes, yes. Thank you, Candice. Uh, and Gia, same question. How, are you, how do you identify pronouns-wise, uh, the ages of your children, all, all and uh, yeah, all the things, girl, all the things. <laughs> uh, I'm transgender. I am what you would call a trans feminine. I present 24-7 as a female, um, although I'm not going through any of the medical procedures or uh, medications that you would go to achieve that. My children, uh, I have a 12-year-old son, and I have a nine-year-old daughter. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm divorced, and I have sort of an estranged relationship with Matt's wife. She actually lives only about three blocks from me, uh, but we do not have any kind of meaningful conversation, or I'm sorry, meaningful relationship at this point. We're in each other's past. However, uh, the children are very happy, and you know, there's no uh, animosity between us as far as the children go. And um, we make it work by, I guess, not making it work. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, do you, I know that, uh, Ryan and Candace said, do you know how your children identify or have they been, you know, vocal or verbal about it? No, they, they, they are very sort of what you would call it, uh, atypical. Um, we don't really have identification conversations. Um, they're, we, I live in a very progressive neighborhood, so there's awareness within them about sort of how... Um, gender works and they haven't sort of uh, approached me or uh, I haven't seen any, any kind of indication that would um, that would suggest that they're anything other than what would you would consider sort of stereotypical male, female, uh, boy, girl. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, um, let's stick with you, Gia, um, and start with the second question. Uh, and I did a little research, not a lot, uh, but according to the UCLA School of Law, William Institute, and the report entitled Transgender Parenting Circa 2014, slightly outdated in my opinion, but research nonetheless, in studies that transgender parents about their relationships with their children, the vast majority reported that their relationships are good or positive, generally, including after coming out as transgender or transitioning. So Gia, when did you learn about your gender identity? What challenges do you face with your gender identity slash presentation in relationship to your kids? And how are you handling those challenges? Well, I guess when you say, when did you, I guess, discover your gender identity? I think it, you don't really discover this kind of thing. You just sort of evolve into it. And I think uh, with the onset of COVID, it sort of gave me a lot of time to sort of I needed. I think at certain stages you need that little me time to sort of reflect upon things and sort of explore things. So this is all sort of relatively recent to me, as far as you know. I've done things like cross dressed. Uh, I'm sorry, cross dressed and 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 expressed throughout my life. But as far as a full time thing, knowing the impact that it would have on my two children, 
Uh, I moved forward anyway during COVID in the past, I don't know, 18 months or whatever. And uh, the relationship has been nothing but positive. Um, I think it has actually become easier because I haven't had the feeling to hide things from them that I did in the past. Um, and it's, it's been, um, there are no real challenges. I mean, occasionally there's things like I do make adjustments to maybe certain mannerisms. I, I let them know that I'm still their father, all those kind of good things. Uh, but generally there isn't much of a difference between how I present myself to my children as I do to my employers, to my friends or to my community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's, um, and so you basically have no challenges, like you're handling it okay, have, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a demigoddess. I have no problems. I'm overpowered. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's why we have you here. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, how about you, Ryan? Same question with the, uh, I don't know if you heard the question. How did you, when did you learn about your gender yeah. identity and what challenges you face? Yeah. Um, so as I said earlier, I'd been privately cross-dressing for as long as I can remember um, and considered a, a shameful kink. Um, and so because of how I was engaging as, as you know, as, as a kinky sexual act, that wasn't something I was ever planning on sharing with my kids openly. Um, but I also wasn't happy. Um, and I didn't, I didn't exactly know why. Uh, there were a, a lot of factors. Um, but in, in talking with friends who were exploring their gender identity independently of me, and I'm watching them, listening to them, and I'm having therapy, I, I'm starting to question whether or not this is something that needs or sh shoulds, should be hidden uh, away. So over the last two years, I've been trying to figure out if expressing myself in a more gender fluid manner helps bring some of the frustration that I've been feeling privately and, 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 and gives it an outlet. Um, and if I can reinvent myself and take a look at who I was back when I was younger and more free and, um, um, just, just kind of reevaluate those, those priorities. And so that part of me has been very open with my kids and it's been, uh, a, a joyful experience, um, with all of them in different ways. Yes. Yes. And so your challenges are, you're okay with them. <laughs> you're doing, you're, you're, you're just rolling with it. It sounds like, yeah, maybe. I'm, yeah, I'm rolling with it as best I can, um, knowing that I'm I'm no one thing to myself or anybody else. I'm I'm uh, an amalgamation of many different things, and changes to one part of myself are going to be harder for one person than another person because of their own personal reasons, and so it's been. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it's all perfect. There, there are things that I worry about. Um, but I know that I'm, I'm, I'm finally being honest for the first time, and that can't be a bad thing. And it hasn't been a bad thing. It's been a challenging thing, but the challenges have been positive. Yes, yes. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Now, Candace, same question. Let me know if you need, need me to repeat it. But Candace, same question. 
Yeah, no, I think I, 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 I can go from there. Um, I guess for me, I would probably be considered a little bit more in the closet than Ryan in terms of um, presenting the feminine aspect in and amongst the family in the day-to-day life. Because for me, it's always been a private thing. So I guess the challenge would be, as I'm feeling more comfortable with my gender identity and, and, you know, presenting feminine occasionally, I just don't know how to introduce it to my kids, to my life. Um, Even with my wife, we don't do it that often together or anything like that. So I just don't know how it fits into my life with the kids and how to move forward with it, I guess is, is how I, how I struggle. Hmm. So, so Candace, do you think it's important? Like, um, is it important to, to be able to do this? Or it seems like you're very comfortable with it being like, I can't tell if it's, if it's something you really want to do or some people just are just happy, just, you know, every once in a while, have a little fun or, or is it something that you think is part of your future? Like, yeah, that's it's, it's kind of weird. It's yeah. like a one way road when you do this kind of thing, right? You can't, you can't take it back. It's sort of one of those more terrifying moments of your life uh, because you don't know what the reactions are going to be. Yeah, exactly. And, and having gone through that reaction process with my wife, mm-hmm. that was a big deal. And then I know my kids are, you know, they're up to speed on modern concepts of gender and how it can be fluid and how people can choose to present how they want to present and have certain identities that's maybe not uh, within cultural norms. So I don't think that there'd be a huge shock for them. It might just be because I've presented male my whole life and it might be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that was, you know, within you. But in terms of the strength for me to feel like I want to present more on the day-to-day, I don't have that strong of a pull. I think it's more, for me, something that I am okay with in private and having fun. And, you know, maybe going out in public um, is fine, but, you know, not having it, you know, uh, a part of day-to-day life and, and having kids know about it, having neighbors know about it, family, friends, things like that. So, yeah, I, I just don't know that I want to introduce that because it's not that strong of a pull. I guess. It's, and do it's they don't know I'm about from. Candace? Is that is that right? They do. Have they met Candace or seen Candace in Candace no. form? No. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And but you're okay with that, right? Yeah, I'm okay with that for sure. But if they, but you don't want to introduce it because you want to keep it separate. That's what I'm understanding. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm not worried about the reaction. I'm just like. I just don't feel like it's relevant in a way. Interesting. Okay. Right. I have to, I have to echo some of that actually, because that's kind of what I was getting at with the cross-dressing versus for me personally, wanting to feel more fluid on day-to-day life. I've, I've, you know, I've expressed to other friends who have asked me similar questions. No, I don't put on the boobs or the hip pads and wear the slutty outfits. Um, and, um, or even really wear makeup or anything around my kids, just 
wearing shorts that are shorter than I have worn in the past or a t-shirt that's a midriff as opposed to a longer, you know, styles that were appropriate for men to wear 30 years ago. And we're, you know, we're starting to see again and, and my hair's long. Um, and you know, my daughter wants to get her ears pierced. So I'm considering going with her because anyway, sorry, I was <laughs> spiraling there, but I, no, that's I'm okay. not, and I, think- I, I, I'm not introducing my kids to, to what I would consider cross-dressing either. I'm introducing them to a, a different, a slightly different expression of my gender. So I, I totally get where you're coming from. I don't have any desire to introduce my kids to Ryan. Um, that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's where I'm coming from a little bit to introducing more, I guess, colorful, feminine, fun parts of my dress that would be, you know, not typical things that you would, that most like manly men would wear. Right. So I think that, that's how I'm expressing that to the outside world on a day-to-day basis and what my kids see. And I think that my kids really pick up on that. And my son is totally fine wearing, you know, the same outfit as his sister, whether it's a, um, you know, pink and purple shirt or, you know, fun colors. And, you know, he's very fluid with his own sort of, masculine based but you know touches of pink and purple and traditionally feminine things so i feel like with that i'm I'm comfortable because you know he's given the opportunity to express himself however he wants um and i don't know that there's any sort of gender questioning things going on with him but it's just like kind of fuck it wear whatever you want and that's kind of where we're we're leaning towards in our family so, so can I ask a question? Uh, I'm going to take this over. Just Perfect. Off, do it, Gia. Do it. It's your roundtable <laughs> yeah. discussion. Well, Go. This do is it. really for both Candace and uh, Ryan. So let's let's pretend we're in a different world, right? Like a different, uh, like an alternative universe. And you don't have children. Uh, and maybe you don't even have a, a spouse or, or a girlfriend. Uh, would you feel the same? Would you feel the same as though as though uh, you would be happy? Not, I don't want to say happy. I think it's a poor choice of words. Um, would you feel as though the limits of your personal gender expressions would be the same? Do you, do you feel, do you understand what I'm, I'm trying to get at? I'm just trying to see if, um, how you would feel if the conditions were different, given what you understand about yourself in this reality. I think that probably for me, it would be the same just in terms of how I would want to present to the world is pretty well the same as how I'd want to present to my family. I don't think that they're holding me back in a way or anything like that. And um, maybe I would have, if I had stayed single, maybe would have come to where I am sooner, but, you know, having spent most of my adult life and my married state or other long-term relationships, it just, I just haven't given myself the, chance to explore so i think i kind of ended up doing that in private for the most part in those relationships but i guess if i were by myself i probably would have explored sooner i guess that's my answer i i can't answer the necessarily the question of 
would it would it be different or not um that definitively um i think if i had begun this journey a long time ago had i known myself better yeah things things would have worked out differently i would have ex expressed myself more honestly i would have stood up for myself more when making big decisions about my life um so yeah i think things would have looked very differently but that's not to say that I don't value the life that I've created right. uh, for myself and for my family now, and that I don't honor the the, the path that I have taken. I'm, I'm, I, uh, yeah, there really is no right answer to it. I'm just kind of curious because, yeah. you know, as I've gone through the process of the past 18 months to two years, it's just sort of the same thing to, to your point that you spoke to, you know, people have asked me to you, because I'm not young, right? I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not 23 or whatever. And people say the same exact what you the sentiment you just shared. Do you wish you had started earlier? And and my answer always to that question is no, because I wouldn't have two beautiful children. I wouldn't have sort of the confidence and and my self awareness that I have now. So yeah, there's no real right answer to the question. I think it was just more of I was just kind of like I've gone through these sort of questions myself, and I was just trying to get somebody else's other parents who sort of are at different stages of where I have been in my life just to see where, what that answer feels like, you know, yeah. to other people. I, I, it's, it's interesting because I, I fall into the trap of, of, of what ifs, what could have been, you know, yeah. asking those questions all the time. And I think a lot of us do. But what's really great is to flip that question around. Um, a couple weeks ago, I got to spend the day with my kids geocaching downtown and we just explored the city and I did it wearing women's clothes. I didn't feel that I was cross-dressing. I didn't feel that I was trying to pass, but I felt that in that this moment in time, there are enough people asking these questions and I have seen mm -hmm. enough people on the streets, even out here in my Midwestern town, that I feel safe doing that. And I, I've never felt like I could do that before in my life. And I do now. So, and I'm out there with my kids. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. I think, I think society's really changed, not only for like individuals, you know, you, a lot of times it's associated with, with youth and that's valid and, and colleges and high school people, our age. And when I say our age, I'm including you and in, I'm bringing you up to my age. Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> I apologize in advance, but it has become sort of a normal thing where you can walk out as a, as a, as a father or a mother and, uh, nobody gives you the what we call the corned beef eye or the stink eye, and um, you know it's it's it those sort of boundaries that society has placed on people, especially in the parenting role, don't seem to be a problem anymore. I mean, I walk around my community, I go to my son's baseball games, my date, my daughter's dance recitals. You know, I don't wear all the makeup every day, but generally I do, and nobody so much as bats an eyebrow anymore or, or raises an eyebrow or, or anything like that. So, you know, it's just great to hear that I'm not the only person out there with kids feeling that, you know, we all share this sort of like, is the world staring at me kind of thing. And it turns out nobody really cares all that much anymore. Yeah. I, I think, I think the, the people that care the most are the people that we're closest to. Um, Cause that's, that's when, whenever I hear the, the line, nobody cares. I agree completely. I was like, but my Told wife you. cares a whole Told lot, <laughs> but Except my wife my cares family. a whole yeah. lot. And my kids do, they, my kid, you know, my kids do have some confusion in, in, in some weird offshoot ways that I never would have anticipated. Um, but we're faced with nonetheless. 
Uh, I'll I mean, take it by the silence that I'm being invited to elaborate on that. <laughs> well, when I say when I say nobody cares, nobody cares outside of people who are invested or have an investment in you, right? Your wife, right. your kids, your yeah. family members, your your friends, maybe your I don't know your your job, maybe um, right? Like if you're if you're showing up to your I don't know wherever and they're like, oh shit, I know Ryan, you know, they'll be like, oh well, then you know, and that's the problem with like yeah. really super close knit communities or all you know is your, you know, your neighbor and like, you know, that's all you, your, your five person town. They're <laughs> like, Oh, well this person's yeah. going to ruin the town for us. I was like, okay, but you go to a big town or a big city and they're like, well, who the fuck's Ryan? Fuck that bitch. I don't know her. You know, like, like, like that doesn't really matter. But when I say nobody cares and that's always why I say within reason, within reason means, you know, nobody cares or wear whatever fuck you want. Don't, you know, don't wear, you know, a wedding dress to your, wedding that your wife was like wait i thought i was wearing the wedding dress you know <laughs> sorry just to clarify that yeah. you, you can t- you can talk ryan i would like you to elaborate <laughs> sorry I, i'm interested no, in no, you're you good. Your name is you're good. Um, and, and yeah no, you're, you're totally good um no my son um so he's five years old and because he has two older sisters um they've you know, dressed him up in girls' clothes like the two older sisters are going to do. Um, and he's always let them. And recently he, he started wearing their hand-me-downs just like they do. And because of how oppressed women have been throughout, you know, our lifetimes and all of them, uh, there's a very pro-women, you know, strong girls approach to life in our house, especially as we were putting so much energy into raising two small girls. And then our, you know, our son comes along by surprise and that energy still exists. And I can see the confusion in his eyes and he's tried to vocalize it. And it's come out a couple of times um, where he has felt less than suddenly we have created a, 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 subclass of citizen in our own house merely by trying to um, elevate the girls and by me wearing more feminine clothes I'm not doing anything differently than I normally would I still call my chainsaw around and drive a tractor and do all the fun dad stuff that he likes to do but I'm doing it wearing shorter shorts and wearing pigtails and my nails are painted sometimes not all the time so He's one one time when he was taking his bike off a sick jump, I said, Yeah, boy. And he stopped and he skidded and flipped around and looked at me and said, Don't call me boy. Why not? I, I'm not a boy. I'm me. Yes. Yes. But, but, I love that. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But and 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 then I love that moment, but then when you combine that with other moments, there was a, a, a couple nights ago, um, we're watching a movie, and the heroine did something amazing, and all the girls were cheering, yeah, yeah and, and I think in the process of the action, the, the boy character looked like a fool, and my son started to cry. He's like, why is it always about the girls? <laughs> like... He's, he doesn't know any better. He thinks now that women are are stronger and better than men because he's been exposed to so many stories of, of that type. I'm going, holy crap, we've gone so far in the wrong direction that I'm not 
helping my son validate his own experience in some way of, of, of celebrating him for who he is. He's, he's getting all these mixed messages. So that's what been one challenge and I'll stop talking now because I want to hear your responses. Yeah. Candace, let's hear from Candace. We haven't heard from Candace in a bit. How do you feel about that? Candace feel about Ryan's story. Yes. Yeah, so all of it. How do you feel girl? Yeah. What's up with you? Yeah, for sure. No, we, um, I mean, we try and, you know, empower, um, women and women's stories and a lot of what movie nights we watch, uh, you know, picking a movie that's, you know, kind of a, a little bit more enlightened in terms of gender equality and things like that. So I think our kids are fairly well balanced in that. Um, I don't think it's gone as extreme as in Ryan's family. And that's, that's a very interesting reaction that he's having and you know i feel for the little dude it's 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 interesting for sure don't call him dude apparently though don't call him dude. yes (laughs) well for sure it 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 fluctuates with him you know he'll walk around with his shirt off flexing his muscles being really proud of 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 his his big beefy muscles as he calls them and he's really into boy stuff and proving himself as a boy but then he also will look to me for attention um, by getting his nails painted and things like that. Um, and yeah. so it really makes me wonder like how, how much of his gender questioning is done to please his father. And I don't want that at all. I, I want to be, I want him to be doing what he wants to do for himself. And I tell him that I do. We, we have every, every time this comes up, we, we, we talk and we ask questions and and I think that's that's great. Kids have the ability to just adapt to whatever and do whatever feels right to them because they don't have as many societal expectations on them. Um, they just seem to have like a wide range of oh, I'm doing the like boy thing and showing my like energy and and then at the other moment they can be the sweetest little things these boys and that's what I love about them and that's what really brings joy to me is you know seeing this wide range of uh, expression from them from one minute totally aggressive to the next you know super sensitive and crying about you know animal rights issues that you know just come right out of nowhere and I'm like just like wow like I didn't know that you even cared about that and they're really sensitive to things like that and and then at the other moment they can be like you know, harassing their sister or playing with the boys and, and wrestling with them. So that's one thing that I really kind of didn't expect as a parent, right? I just kind of expected boys to be typically boys and girls to be typically girls. And it's when, especially when kids are, I think, earlier than 10 years old, they're just so adaptable and and can sort of fit any stereotypical gender role, um, if you don't place those constraints on them, really. Yes, yeah. Sorry, I, I was going to ask you that question. I mean, um, that same question. Um, I guess we can ask Ryan, and she's already pretty much talked about it. Um, uh, as you heard, or as I was reading, according to that uh, transgender parenting report by the UCLA School of Law, Williams Institute, they also found that uh, studies on the outcomes for children with transgender parents have found no evidence that having a transgender parent affects a child's gender identity or sexual orientation development, 
nor does it have an impact on other developmental milestones. So, I mean, you've already talked about it, uh, Ryan, but how do you treat gender roles and expectations with your own kids? And what challenges are you facing in the development of your kids' gender identity slash presentation? And how are you handling those challenges? It sounds like you're doing pretty well, but I mean, (laughs) how how do you feel about those challenges, girl? Well, actually, listening to the two of you has clarified something for me because we were talking about earlier, you know, what what could life have been like if if we had been asking these questions earlier? And well, my kids are asking the, these questions now, and they will have the opportunity to ask these questions for as long as they want to and need to. Um, so I think that's the best thing that we could be giving them is knowing just the knowledge that having these conversations is okay. Um, yeah, I, it wasn't, it certainly wasn't when I was a kid, but, um, they, they can now. And, and as Gia was just saying, you know, we're, we're putting, hopefully we're, we're nurturing that gentle side of the boys and the strong side of the girls that weren't nurtured in previous generations, even maybe for us as, as well. Um, we're, we're going to screw up in our own ways. There are going to be whole things that we're ignoring, but hopefully our kids will be, uh, will, will, will know themselves better than we did. Yeah. Gia, do you have uh, any comments on that or answers to that question as well? Uh, no, I mean, I never really thought much about it. Like I, I, you know, I guess maybe my, 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 uh, I mean, my children aren't young, but I never really, I never, I guess I never really sort of, um, looked at their gender identity because I think in, in, in my household, everything is so free flowing back and forth, especially over the past 18 months. Uh, I've just sort of let them do as they do. And, you know, they are aware that if, uh, if, if a conversation needs to happen, I mean, just me being out, I think, has provided them with enough of a bedrock to know uh, that if something is, you know, to get back to my point, boy is male, girl is female, then I don't think they would have a problem with the conversation. I just don't see it in my household. Um, but it's interesting to hear the stories that are out there uh with with everybody here um, about the spectrum and, and the ages that people can kind of question things that we didn't have earlier. So, yeah, I don't, I know it's like, it's like I don't have a I don't have a whole lot of individual um, insight to it, but it's good to know that not only my own children but my daughter's friends who are all a bunch of nine year old girls and my son's friends who are a bunch of 12 year you know, he's still very proud of the, you know, he man woman hater club at this point. <laughs> I don't even know if girls go to his school because I never hear of one uh, that all the friends are over my house and, and they see me and they see me out and about that. I think it really is sort of, I guess, doing my part for my community, knowing that it's okay, right. It's okay to be different uh, at any age, including their own. Great answer, great answer. Uh, Candice, same question. I don't know if you want me to repeat it, but same question. Yeah, what's the question again? 
I don't know what the question was, but I know it had like seven parts. <laughs> sure. So uh, how do you treat gender roles and expectations with your own kids? And what challenges are you facing in the development of your kids' gender identities slash presentation? And how are you handling those challenges? I think you talked a little bit about it, but I don't know if you want to. Yeah, for sure. Elaborate. I think that mm-hmm. the way that we're handling it is just, you know, just being totally open with it. You know, we're we're definitely allies in term, and vocal and verbal allies in our family. Um for the LGBTQ community. And, you know, we, we just, we don't want to like um, limit them in any way. I, I, I don't know what their future holds, but I feel like they are going to be totally know that they're going to be um, welcome no matter what. And they're not going to try and hide anything or feel like they need to shelter any part of them because they know that we are going to love and accept them no matter what. So I feel like that's how we approach uh, gender too. Um, So I guess it really hasn't been a challenge. I guess it's more a challenge with myself and being out with them is the big challenge for us. Um, But I guess the other challenge is like, eventually they're going to get a little bit older and they're going to go through those tumultuous teenage years and where you kind of have less control over what they're exposed to and the friends that they are. But luckily we're in a neighborhood within a city that is fairly open and progressive. So I'm not too, too worried about that, but kind of never know what, what other people might put on them in terms of uh, expectations for gender and things like this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think Ryan kind of mentioned it too about, having these conversations when we were younger, but I think what's really cool is we're having them as adults and um, you ladies are having them as parents <laughs> that you're actually having to deal with these questions, especially you, Candice and maybe Ryan, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that, but yeah, you're having to like, Oh shit. Like we have to talk about it now. <laughs> and Oh, it's now here. Like, okay. Now my kids are asking these questions. And if you don't know about yourself, you're going to be a, be a whole tougher time for you. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Right. Yeah. I guess part of my um, motivation for exploring the gender related things with myself was when we had our first child, I was like, I think now's the time to do it. Cause you know, life's going to get busy and uh, you know, I'm going to need to figure out uh, this for myself. If I'm feeling a strong pull towards presenting feminine full-time that's something that should come out sooner than later so i better so it, it almost in a way forced me to start thinking about it in a way that i hadn't before um that was kind of an interesting turn of events having kids yeah and i think that's important i think everybody here can agree that the last thing you want to do is have them find out on terms that are not yours right yeah. You don't want you don't want them to find uh, a photograph or you know your locked trunk in your attic or you know whatever. So it, I think everybody who has had kids goes go through this process. Really, the first thing is like even when they're like born, like so like oh my god, I'm so happy. I'm like oh wait, well okay, <laughs> yeah. It's like now I have this whole uh, thing I got to address at some point, and maybe when they're two, it's not a thing. But probably four, five, in my case, you know, ten. Uh, Eventually, that needs to come out at some point, or you need to make a decision that it never comes out at any point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, I think you had something to say. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, no, that's that's basically where I was two years ago. Was was right there at that moment, and uh, we had talked about gender with our kids before. Uh, usually, when they would bring it up, you know, being very young kids, they would say things: "Boys do this, and girls do this, and boys wear this, but girls wear this." And we we'd always correct them, me and my wife. But you know, before I had even come out as a crossdresser to my wife. Um, funny enough, I had cross-dressed in front of her a few times for, you know, costume parties, but, um, but, you know, together my wife and I would correct them and, and say, no, that's, that's not actually true. And that's, that might, it might be what you've experienced at school, but that's not true. And so, you know, just those very basic level conversations about gender and presentation until, I said, fuck it one morning and came down in a, in a midriff t-shirt and they all stared at me for a few seconds and way went on with our breakfast. <laughs> and then my daughter apparently later on was talking to my wife and she said, yeah, I, I thought it was weird for a second, but then I realized I didn't know why it was weird. And so it wasn't weird anymore and it's okay. And since then I've, had uh, moments with my daughter. Uh, this is my 11-year-old daughter, one-on-one, -on -one, where we've gone out and done something. And um, part of the reason why I wanted to go out with her was to talk to her about any other changes that she's noticed and whether or not she was, you know, how she was feeling about that. And uh, one trip was out to Target and we were just looking at clothes and I looked at a pink shirt or something like that. And I said, I really like this. And she said, I, you know, she, I, I, we were kind of sharing in that. And, and I said, yeah, if I, I'm starting to wear clothes like this more because I never felt comfortable. I never felt like it was okay as a boy to wear clothes like this. How do you feel about that? And she said, well, I think you should feel comfortable wearing whatever you want to wear. And I said, well, do you care? Is, does it make a difference to you? Would you be embarrassed? She said, no, not at all. Um, you've, you've got to do what's right for you. And this is coming from an 11 year old. And I was, uh, you know, baffled, um, but grateful for that, for that moment. So, yeah, anyway. I think it's um, easy it's, to it underestimate is... how, how, how aware and uh, cognizant children are around things like gender. It's, it surprises me. Like, like, and it kind of goes through the same thing. Like I, was, I kind of tiptoed these conversations early on. But then as we're going on, I'm like, I'm like, I like walk downstairs. I'm like, look, I have boobs. What do you guys think? <laughs> like, it was just like, like, ah, oh, great, whatever. Can we have bacon? I'm like, great. You know, like, uh, how's this makeup look? And now it's like, you know, I, I get ready to go out for the night. And I just should, I try outfits on. It's just, it's so, it's so normal that I, I think I went through a lot of like this tippy toe stage early on trying to get validation from my own kids. And, and it was there all along, regardless. Yes, yes. Um, awesome answers. I mean, thank you, thank you. These are, these are great. <laughs> uh, you ladies are awesome. I mean, I can't put anything uh, past that. Uh, but it does seem like uh, we probably should wrap up soon. Uh, I'm just glad you ladies are here. But I will just ask one last question, um, and you ladies can answer it uh, how any way you want. Uh, but for myself, uh, you know, it's Father's Day, and as a prospective parent myself, and the reason why I wanted – this roundtable discussion to happen, and really, I'm sure other prospective cross-yas listeners want to know, since you're all parents, uh, and 
you know, dads or whatnot, if former dads, uh, but what I or what other prospective parents have to look forward to as a cross-dressing dad slash transgender parents? Uh, Candice, do you want to start? Um, things to look forward to as a parent? Sure. But- or, you know, uh, what you, uh, what I have a, to look for as a parent or not look forward to as a prospective parent as a cross-dressing or transgender um, yeah, in that umbrella or whatnot. For sure. Yeah. There, I mean, there's always the, the usual not sleeping for, you know, the next good three years of your life, probably, depending on how many kids you have. Um, that's normal, par for the course. But in terms of, you know, the gender fluidity things, I think, I think that um, the things you can look forward to are just like, you know, projecting your views of the world to the next generation, which are your own kids. And you have you know, 100% control over that for the first part of their life. And you can send them off in a really open-minded, loving way to, you know, people of any different type of uh, gender expression, sexuality. And I think that that's an amazing part of being a parent is, is being able to pass on your views Um to the next generation and hopefully you can empower them enough to be advocates themselves and, and move towards greater change. I think that'd be my answer. Yes. Yes. Uh, Gia, do you want to answer next? What do I have to look forward to as a parent? If I you know go that route, <laughs> I, I wrote down the same answer. <laughs> but Perfect. what I mean, what I mean is, it's 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 um, the more people there are out there that understand, and if, as long as you're honest with yourself and honest with your children, everything is going to be uh, well. I would say wonderful, but better for everybody, right? Um, so yeah, I, I kind of it's it's sort of the same sentiment is is um, once you embrace who you are and understand who you are, you can educate. The, you know the next generation of of people that um, who who will hopefully make things better for us. <laughs> mm, uh, Ryan, <laughs> okay, yeah, last second answer there at the buzzer, Ryan. <laughs> um, there, there for for all the mystery of of parenting and all the confusion that we we have going into it and everything we don't know. There's also a lot of expectation, I think, from a lot of parents about what the experience is going to be like and what their kids are going to be like. And I think if there's one, another benefit to perhaps being a gender questioning or a transgender person as a parent is you've gone through the experience of challenging the expectations of your parents to such a strong degree that I think we might be more open or forgiving, or, you know, hopefully that's a takeaway that somebody can take from, from their own experience being transgender and raising kids is we, we can't saddle not just our kids, but the experience of having kids with so much expectation. Got to let it go and, and ride it for, for what it is. It, it's, it's an all consuming experience at times for, for long, long periods of time. And um, you're often not in the driver's seat. You're, you just got to hold on tight and, and see where it takes you. So 
Yes, yes. Uh, thank you, ladies. Uh, any last second thoughts? Uh, we'll start with you, Ryan, since you're still on the thing. Any last second thoughts about doing this roundtable discussion, being a parent, anything that uh, you would want the Crosscast listener to know? Oh, I'm just thrilled to be part of this community. Just um, so grateful to, to be invited to, to talk. You're all wonderful people. And um, I've changed my life. And I, I hope more and more people are going to come and, and find comfort from this group because it's so valuable. Just want to say thank you. Yes. Uh, Gia, do you have any last second thoughts or would you want to? I yeah, I, so I know I know we're probably up to what like at least twelve people listen to this podcast now, right? Fourteen, so, 14, 14. fourteen. I got my mom and uh, my uh, some <laughs> random lady on the street <laughs> wants to listen to this. It's like, hey, listen to this podcast. Yeah, if any one of the fourteen people that are listening, and I'm sure there are because people come to this podcast maybe in a similar situation, such as ourselves, at one point in their lives where they see it coming up in their future, is you will never change who you are, or in some cases, what you are. So. Don't wait until the perfect time to bring this kind of discussion up or this sort of expression up to your children if you feel it's right for you. Because you don't want to, like, if we, and we've touched upon it, you don't want to be 20 years down the road playing the if game or what if I did this or what if I did that. You're better off just being honest, you know, fort ranked with your children, with your community, if that's possible, if that's an option. Um, and it will make it'll it just it's such a burden off of you once you get past that stage of the 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 pro the what's the patriarchal shame or or the expectation that society has put on you. At least that's been my experience. I was everything has been nothing but positive since since I've moved forward, and I hope everybody has the same experience. Yes, yes. Uh, and lastly, Candice, any last second thoughts or anything you want to say or whatnot to the cross? Yes, listener. 14 of them, yeah. <laughs> no, that was a beautiful way of putting it. Uh, so I, I really echo that. I think that definitely the way that you, I think that having kids has just made me more in touch with myself, you know, aside from the whole gender questioning thing. Um, it's made me question things that I never thought of. Um, and, you know, because you start thinking about like, you know, how am I, how am I presenting myself to the world just in general. So I think that uh, gender is just one of those parts of it that like you end up questioning. And um, I think it's wonderful having kids and uh, it's, it's a lot of responsibility, but at the same time, it's, it's not because you just got to be the best version of you and then they'll be the best version of themselves. Yes. Yes. Woo. I'm thank you, thankful, super thankful for you wonderful parents, ladies. Happy, I don't know if I should say happy Father's Day, but happy Parent Day <laughs> tomorrow. Um, I hope you all have wonderful uh, days as parents. Um, I don't know. Thank you, ladies, so much. Uh, I'll post this. Uh, thank you. Uh, Candice, get out of here. I know you got a vaccine shot. You got to get that COVID vaccine, girl. We need, we, need you, we need you vaccinated. So, yes. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. We can all unmute ourselves if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, Thanks. This is, this is wonderful. I, I'm looking forward to doing it again. Yes, yes. And if any topic you ladies want to talk about, or if something you need, if you want me to discuss something, you want to be on one of these discussions. Candace is like, I need to be on this. Like, Perfect. Gotcha, girl. <laughs> Love it. Yes. We could do it sometime right. after uh, five a.m. Eastern. Would be nice. Five a.m. Eastern. Perfect. <laughs> 
that's now, right? Okay, we did. <laughs> I was like, what time is it now? Okay, perfect. That is now. Um, yeah, thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. I'll post this soon. So if you're okay with me not super editing it super hard, I will post it. And I think we'll help so many parents out there who are trans questioning or unsure about themselves. I think your ladies' input has been phenomenal. This has been so fantastic. So. Yeah, go for it and happy fathers, parents, whatever day you want to call it tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. Bye, ladies. Thanks so much. Bye. See you on the Discord. See y'all bitches on the Discord. So, yeah. (laughs) Bye. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. 